Pharmacology 2, Section 2, 2 of 17 Extrajunctional Receptors. There are two pathologic variants of the nicotinic receptor, the alpha-2, beta-1, gamma-1, delta-1 subtype has a gamma subunit in lieu of an epsilon subunit. The alpha-7 subtype consists of five alpha subunits. So we have the junctional receptor, which is the two alpha, beta, delta, and epsilon, and we have the extra junctional receptors, which has the, um, the gamma instead of the uh, epsilon, and then the seven alpha. Extra junctional receptors resemble those that are present early in fetal development. Once innervation takes place, fetal nicotinic receptors are replaced by the adult alpha-2, beta-1, delta-1, epsilon-1 subtype. Denervation later in life or prolonged immobility allow for the return of both types of extrajunctional receptors. Notice how they are distributed at the neuromuscular junction in the sarcolemma. The presence of extrajunctional receptors predispose the patient to hyperkalemia following succinylcholine administration. Therefore, these conditions represent contraindications to the use of succinylcholine. Upper or lower motor neuron injury, spinal cord injury, burns, skeletal muscle trauma, cerebrovascular accident, prolonged chemical denervation like magnesium, long-term neuromuscular blockade infusion, clostridial toxin, tetanus, severe sepsis, muscular dystrophy. Muscle atrophy may not always be observable by the naked eye. So succinylcholine is contraindicated in any patient with muscle atrophy from any cause. Succinylcholine and extrajunctional receptors. In the absence of extrajunctional receptors, succinylcholine can transiently increase serum potassium by 0.5 to 1 MEQ per liter for up to 10 to 15 minutes. Extrajunctional receptors are much more sensitive to succinylcholine. They remain open for a longer period of time. This augments the potassium leak and may precipitate life-threatening hyperkalemia. The alpha-2, beta-1, delta-1, gamma-1 receptor is depolarized by succinylcholine, while the alpha-7 receptor is depolarized by both succinylcholine and its metabolite choline. Choline stimulation is likely a significant contributor of the hyperkalemic response. As a general rule, in the event of a denervation injury, succinylcholine is best avoided 24 to 48 hours following the injury and for at least one year after. The text range from 6 to 12 months. Burns may be an exception to this rule as the risk of hyperkalemia may persist for several years after the burn, especially if the patient has contractures. Treatment of succinylcholine-induced hyperkalemia includes IV calcium chloride, hyperventilation, and glucose plus insulin. Non-depolarizers and extrajunctional receptors. Patients with upregulation of extrajunctional receptors are resistant to non-depolarizers where potency is reduced.